Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight I promise you a discussion about the documentary Lemmy, released in 2010. Stay tuned, Dr. Zeus Podcast, coming up. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight I'm going to talk about Lemmy, the documentary, 49% motherfucker, 51% son of a bitch. I know, that's the title. It was released in 2010. It's all about frontman of Motorhead, Ian Lemmy Kilmeister. The late Ian Lemmy Kilmeister. 1945 to 2015. It was directed by Greg Oliver and Wes Orsarski. I hope I said that right. You know, I want to talk about this because before the Lemmy documentary, I was not a Motorhead fan. I, I had heard the Ace of Spades and I thought, oh, is that they is that all they're known for? Because you know I don't like one hit wonders. Whoa, was I wrong. I watched the Lemmy documentary and then I bought it off of iTunes because I loved it. You know, I got to see the non-TV version because, you know, because when you watch it on TV, they censor it. I think it was on audience, you know, which is part of um, uh, DirecTV. And I was blown away by this guy. I thought, who the fuck is this? I know usually, usually on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, I don't curse, but... If I'm going to talk about Lemmy and I'm wearing a Motorhead shirt right now and I was out walking and I thought I'm going to talk about Lemmy. I'm going to talk about this documentary. I have the DVD or the Blu-ray. I have it digitally. I'm just a big, big, and I never saw them live, a big fan of Motorhead. I love the songs. I love how it's put together. I love this documentary. First of all, this documentary, Lemmy No Holds Motherfucking Bard. Okay. And there's a great part toward the end where he says, they, he's like, what would you like to, you know, legacy to be? He says, well, you know, we play music and I'd like to be, you know, this, but we can't afford the special effects and we can't afford the actor. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, very self-deprecating, but lived for rock and roll. I mean, Lemmy Kilmeister's philosophy, you know, for him, Little Richard was the best rock and roll vocalist of all time. And Motorhead, you know, you got to understand, originally he was in a band called Hawkwind. And it was kind of like a space rock band. And he'd play bass and he'd sing. And he got kicked out of Hawkwind. And here he is fronting Motorhead for, you know, um, 40 years. And, you know, had an extensive catalog. And what the documentary does is the documentary gives us a portrait of Lemmy himself, not just of Motorhead, but Lemmy, his philosophies, what he stands for. He is a major collector of World War II, um, uh, you know, everything from World War II and World War I as, as well. Uh, you know, a, a lot of accoutrements, iconography. Um, a little of it, I think some people would kind of be stunned by. But, you know, he said, look, I'm a collector. I don't stand by the philosophy of what I'm collecting. I just collect it. 
You know what I mean? And so there's that moment. I didn't think it was controversial at all because I thought, oh, okay, you know, he's a collector. Hands down. You know, and um, doesn't doesn't stand by the philosophies of what he's collecting. Okay. But, I mean, this documentary is just, it's him talking about one, one-armed bandits, betting about a thousand chicks or more. And then he's like, well, I've never been married, so you figure there's not too many. And then um, they ask him, you know, who, who for you is the greatest rock band ever? And he says, the Beatles. And he says, you know, how people thought the Stones were the hard ones, you know, when they were really from the London, London suburbs. And the Beatles were from Liverpool. And they were a little tougher than the Stones. But people musically didn't think that, you know, because the Stones were always about street fighting man, you know. And then Lemmy was a roadie for Jimi Hendrix. And they would talk about scoring acid together. And um, but Motorhead, you know, the ethos of Motorhead. I mean, those songs. I love how the documentary just starts off with Damage Case. I was looking up these songs. I was like, oh, my God, I love that one. I love that one. I love that one. Because to me, they weren't just about the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades is a great song. But for me, they're much more than the hit. Okay, you know, you dive in. You've got hell. I love the song Hellraiser. I thought I got to talk about this documentary because I have so much love and admiration for this documentary. You know, rock documentaries, you know, they're along the lines of this is Spinal Tap. I mean, and that alone was going to parody documentaries. And here comes this documentary about Lemmy Kilmeister and and all these different people talking about him. Everyone from Dave Grohl to, you know, Billy Bob Thornton to... uh, Alice Cooper calling him the Captain Hook of rock and roll to Slash to um, Joan Jett, uh, you know, just about everybody talking about Lemmy. And, you know, it, it was interesting. It was interesting. And from there on, I became a fan of Motorhead. I mean, I would dig in and just go through their catalog, 1916, and just listen to all the different stuff. You know, it doesn't matter where you start when you're listening to Motorhead. It, you know, they were consistent, and it was all because of Lemmy. That bass style, you know, he played that Rickenbacker bass. He played it the way he wanted. You know, um, his family, you know, he was always about, We are Motorhead! We play Rock and roll! And I thought, oh my god. You know, I love that. I loved everything about this documentary. And, you know, I think that's the power of documentaries is they get us into things or make us think of things that we wouldn't usually think of. You know, like with, um, you know, uh, Grey Gardens, you never would have thought of these two rich ladies living in squalor in one room in this big dilapidated mansion. Or Michael Moore's um, bowling for Columbine, that right there, and we still have not learned from it. Or the fact that he goes to, you know, different parts of the world where there's no gun deaths, you know, and he's stunned by this. He's like, what, what's wrong with America? What are we, just a bunch of gun-loving nuts? And back to Lemmy, because there is a part where he is driving a tank. Everyone's talking about him, Ozzy, but to hear the man himself talk about what rock and roll means to him it immediately made me a fan like i said i'm wearing the shirt 
I never got to see them in concert. I, I, when I talk to people who got to see him in concert, I am in awe of you. Okay. And, um, you know, I remember the night that Lemmy died. I was on Instagram or was it Facebook? It was either or. And there was George Trompolopoulos live talking about seeing Motorhead in concert. My hat's off to you and those and others who have seen Motorhead in concert because I hear they put on a damn good show. By the time I was getting ready to see Motorhead, it was it was the end for Lemmy. It was 2015, you know. Um, so yeah, it was it was tough um, because you know there are certain people that you want to see live and you can't anymore, and um, it's it's tough. It's tough. You know, but this documentary, I can watch it and I feel like I'm there. So much so that my Apple Watch, the decimal level, will go up when I'm watching it. Any of their songs in particular, you know. Um, yeah. So I always like to recommend things, but I thought I'd talk about what this documentary, Lemmy, it's just called Lemmy, as I said, 49% motherfucker, 59% son of a bitch. Um, you know, it was filmed in uh, the United States, United Kingdom, Germany, Finland, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, and Russia. Footage was shot over three years of combination of uh, 16 millimeter film and HD video. Um, it came out in 2010. You know, um, oh, that, I hate these reviewers. Yeah, it, it sold pretty well. It went gold, so. Um, you know, uh, let me lived, uh, not too far from the rainbow, um, bar and grill in Los Angeles. Uh, he lived alone in a rent controlled apartment. Oh, I love this. He says he refused to give it up due to its cheap rent relative to the other places in Los Angeles and its close proximity to the rainbow. He reveals that he never married and is close to his son, Paul, a guitarist who occasionally joins him on stage. So at 116 minutes, although there is an extended version on Blu-ray, you know, I recommend watching Lemmy. Don't watch it with the kids in the room because there's a lot of, you know, I mean, the, the title alone tells you this is not for kids. 49% motherfucker, 59% son of a bitch. It's a perfect title. And, um, you know, documentaries. I love these documentaries um, because they give us they give us a window inside the personality. And had I not watched this, I wouldn't be listening to Motorhead. You know, I had only heard ever in my life um, Ace of Spades. But then I started to hear all these other songs, you know. Um, the Chase is, or yeah, The Thrill is better, in the, or the, the Catch is better in The Chase or whatever. Um, Damage Case. Um, What's that other one? Uh, Dr. Rock, where he's like, all right. I know your sons of bitches. You know, I love that. I love how he would just, the, the motor, Motorhead has some of the best intros in rock history. Kind of like the Beatles. So I could see where Lemmy was going with that. You know, um, well, let's just talk a little bo bit more about the man. Ian Fr uh, Fraser Kilmeister, born December 24th, 1945. In Staffordshire, England Grew up in Wales You know um, Love those power chords Oh yeah 
It says right here, he was known for his playing style and using his Rickenbacker bass to create an overpowered, distorted, rhythmic rumble. While another notable aspect of his bass sound was that he often played power chords using heavily overdriven tube stacks by Marshall. Yeah. Um, Lemmy died on uh, December 28th, 2015, after his 70th birthday. A couple of days later in Los Angeles, he had cancer. And, you know, this documentary, this is Lemmy at his best. This, he was still in control of his powers. You know, this is before his health. And he does talk about that. He had diabetes. He had heart problems. He was taking medication. But, you know, he still was living the life that he wanted to live. And at the end of his life, people said... Do you regret anything? He's like, no, I don't regret it. He says, you know, this is how I wanted to live my life. People say I should have regretted it, but I don't. And that's beautiful that he, you know, that's how he felt. That's how he lived. And, um, yeah. Let me, let me, let me. It's a documentary. I just want to go back and talk about everyone who's in here. Slash, Duff McKagan, Ozzy Osbourne, James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, Robert Cicciolo, uh, Kirk Hammett, Nikki Six, David Elphicene, Scott Ian, Dave Anian, uh, Captain Sensible, Peter Hook, and Marky Ramone, as well as Nick Turner and Dave Brock of Lemmy's former band, Hawkwind. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing documentary. I hope a lot of you watch it. What this documentary meant to me, I love documentaries, and I love especially rock documentaries. And while a lot of the rock documentaries can be parodied because they're so silly, you know, this one, it's just Lemmy. It's Lemmy and his element. Touring. He loved touring. You know, he was consistent in his recording. He was always making music, you know, and... Um, was hanging out with the Stray Cats, was hanging out with Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters. Even made an appearance in the Foo Fighters video, White Limo. Lemmy, wherever you are, I want to salute you. I love this documentary. It is, I always keep it in my iPad when I'm bored. I want to watch it. Whenever I'm pumped up, I want to watch it. You know, it's all about Motorhead. But first and foremost, it's about Lemmy. So let's say this together. 49% motherfucker, 51% son of a bitch. So I recommend to you the 2010 documentary simply called Lemmy. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>